Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And most importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. We're here to preview your four-game divisional round action for you. Two Saturday, two Sunday, four-game slate to get you rocking and rolling into the fun-filled weekend. In order to do so, you can find me on Twitter at BDentric. And my co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. This is going to be a fun, you know, this is kind of the last normal-ish lineup with eight teams, you know, and four games. So next week we're going to be down, of course, the championship round, only four teams total. So you have a little variety. You can break things up. Uh, the next couple weeks after this, though, it's going to become very, very chalky. So um, this is kind of your last round where you have a decent mix. So uh, kind of bringing a tear to the eye, seeing the season come to the end here. I mean, my season is already over, but the Steelers have been uh, doing a lot of off-season research already, Bob. So yes, yeah, your starting quarterback, Mason Rudolph. It's going to be fun. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, thanks. Looking good. I mean, why? Why do you got it? Bub Bub tweeted me the other day after uh, Tomlin said, "Well, yeah, those guys will be given the opportunity to win the job between Haskins and Rudolph." Uh, you know, and I know all signs point to Rudolph and everything, but come on, man. Let let me let me just hope for Mitch Trubisky or Marcus Mariota or something before you uh, stomp on me. I mean, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson would be amazing, but why the hell would those guys want to go play behind Pittsburgh's line? I have no idea. So. Yeah, it's a bit of a problem, bit of a conundrum there. So, um, yeah, wouldn't plan on that. Maybe, maybe one year Mason Rudolph to get you that number one pick would be a good idea. Just, just throwing it out there. Just uh, we we can get through it together. Okay. Um, I can teach you. I can teach you what losing feels like. Mm. Um, but let's talk DFS. Let's give the people what they want here. Four games, four fun games, four offensively gifted games, and we'll kick things off with the probably most offensive game of the slate: Buffalo at Kansas City Sunday night, wrapping up your weekend. Uh, Kansas City minus one and a half point favorites in this one. The over under is 54 and a half. There's a lot to like in this game, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, I kind of separated it by uh, oh, sorry. Yes, you did. positions here because we are down to the nitty gritty. But uh, th- there's there is a lot to like in that game. Look, Joe Burrow's price uh, here of, uh, you know, 6,600 makes him probably my favorite starting quarterback of this week. Right. Um I just I think that this value and the heater that he's been on makes him incredibly affordable. You look at the guys under Burrow uh, with Stafford, Tannehill, Garoppolo. I mean, you know, Garoppolo is going to be a low ownership, right, Bub? Because mm-hmm. the, the Niners so. are playing on the road. Um, Tannehill, you expect if Derrick Henry's healthy, you expect him to hand the ball off forty times to Derrick Henry, right? If the if the Titans are going to be winning. That's your expectation. Matthew Stafford hasn't been playing great. And you have the guys above him. Brady. Eh. You know, with this offensive line, I don't know if I want Brady this week in terms of DFS. I'm definitely picking the Bucs. And I would pay more for Burrow, which kind of surprises me. They're not separated by a lot. 200 bucks between Burrow and Brady. Uh, Rodgers right above him. Would I want Rodgers more? I mean, maybe, but I'm saving 500 bucks. Uh, Mahomes has been great. Josh Allen, uh, they're both the expensive guys. So uh, if you're looking to afford something bigger in your lineup, maybe you want to go with a Derrick Henry. Maybe you want to go with a Cooper Cup. 
uh, maybe get a high-end defense here. Uh, I think Burrow is going to be my favorite quarterback this week. Yes, as Bobby mentioned, I got my I got my ahead of my skis here. We're doing this by position, not by game, with four games. So uh, the quarterback position, I agree. Burrow's a great play. I got no problem if you want to punt going to Ryan Tannehill because as much as I like Derrick Henry, everyone's going to play Henry, so Tannehill will be low-owned. And, and if they do get down, uh, exactly. you know, I it's picked Cincinnati in that game. If they get down, they are going to have to play catch up. And AJ Brown is healthy. Julio's healthy. So and, and you have to it's ask a better just, passing game. And you have to ask just how much do they want to rely on Derrick Henry? Like, do they want to go full workload? What do they want to do yeah. there? So I think he might get more Tannehill than you expect at 58 and 73. I think he's quite intriguing. I have no problem with Joe Burrow. But for me, it's like play Tannehill or don't mind Rodgers, but pretty much play Tannehill or play Allen or Mahomes. That's just where I'm, I'm at on this one. I think that Allen, like Buffalo, Kansas City should be points of plenty in that game. Yeah. Um, so I have no problem with that at all. But Tannehill would be my cheap guy. If you want to go there, I don't mind it at all. Like I said, you, you can make arguments for anybody not named Matt Stafford or Jimmy G pretty much in my book. Right. But um, I'd probably go Tannehill for sure if I'm saving. If not, I just might pay for Josh Allen because if we think Kansas City is going to win, Buffalo's going to keep pushing from behind. Um, and even if high Buffalo, over either way too. Yeah. And if know. Buffalo wins, we know he's going to get it via the legs, via the air. It doesn't matter. So I like Josh Allen in, in a lot of ways for that reason. I think those are probably the two best to buy in my opinion are going to be burrow and uh, Josh Allen. So you're, you're more high, uh, high, high or low, low. Yep. I'm burrow or Josh Allen. I'm with yep. you. And then burrow's fine. Burrow's fine. Uh, running back, though, now it gets fun. You got Derrick Henry back. He's 7,500 on DK, 9,000 on Fandle. That's the cheapest he's been in forever, obviously coming off his injury. But all the running backs, just like last week, there's really not too many expensive options here. So where do you feel like planting your flag on this one? Well, look, I think you have to ask yourself, and, Bub, you kind of mentioned your stance on this already. Are the Titans going to give the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times? I think it's going to be close to that. I, I really do, because I think this is what you've been saving Derrick Henry for. This is why you put him on the extended IR. This is why you didn't bring him back at the end of the year, even though they had some rough go. You know, they they won a couple of huge games without Derrick Henry right after. Uh, I, I know they beat the Rams. I can't remember the other team they beat. Then they kind of hit a slump. You know, they lost to Pittsburgh. They they lost to a couple other squads where you're like, really? What's going on here? You know, um, but. I think this is why you keep him on IR for so long to make sure he's healthy for this game. So if you want to pay up for Derrick Henry, I completely understand it. After that, Joe Mixon is a fine buy at 66 and 78. I'm not paying up for Aaron Jones at 68 and 75. Not with the, you know, the fact that this is going to be a cold weather game. They're going to give the ball to AJ Dillon if they get up in the second half, which I think a lot of people expect them to be up against the Niners. That is the biggest line of the week. Seems like maybe the biggest mismatch of the week as well. I love Devin Singletary here, Bub, at 59 and 72, because you've mentioned this week after week after week. They keep giving him the ball, right? They just mm -hmm. keep giving him the ball over 20 times every single game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. And they said, um, I saw a stat. I can't remember exactly what it was earlier today. He, um, Having six or seven touchdowns the first like thirteen weeks, he's had seven cents. Yeah, like, it, it's it's awesome. Highest over of the week, and you know it, he could he could not run well in the Kansas City's defense and still end up with two touchdowns. It would not because well, be the, the beauty is like almost every team we're going to talk about has like two running backs. 
the the bills all of a sudden just have one pretty much because he's getting the pass work and the the running work so right. if they're if they're playing from behind he gets all the dump offs if they're in in charge he'll get 20 carries we've seen it both ways for like the last six weeks and he still gets you nearly 20 dk points every week after Singletary, Bub, I feel like, in my opinion, it starts to get a little murky, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. Eli Mitchell has a knee injury. Didn't practice on Wednesday. We're going to see, you know, I, I expect him to be fine for the game. He's been dragging around this knee injury since, I think, week 14. So it's no surprise that he's not practicing. They gave him the ball 27 times again. So they are giving him the ball a lot. But once again, we expect the Niners to be down and passing to play catch-up. So Eli Mitchell could not factor in that. He doesn't catch the ball very well out of the backfield. Leonard Fournette is coming back off of his injury. Uh, so what is his usage going to be? Ronald Jones got hurt as well and hasn't been practicing this week. Cam Akers had the big game against the, the Cardinals last week, out-touched uh, Sonny Michel too, mm -hmm. which was enormous for him. But now you go up against, in my opinion, the best run defense in the NFL in Tampa Bay. Buffalo is very good too. But um, I just like the way Tampa Bay has been playing. So, don't really want to mess with Acres. Uh, Foreman is your next price guy up. Nope, not with Derrick Henry back. I can't do it. Sonny Michelle got out touched by um, you know, Cam Akers. Plus, once again, bad run D. Clyde Edwards Lair back to practice. Number one run D in the NFL is Buffalo. So, uh, not going to be on my list. AJ Dillon is okay at 51. I think that's a decent price. Gio Bernard at 5,500. I don't hate, but he got a little nicked up as well. But if you do, you know, if both these offensive linemen are out in Werfs and Jensen for Tampa Bay, maybe you want a little bit misdirection towards Leonard Fournette, towards Gio Bernard in the flat just to get some pressure off of Brady early. So I could see those guys making some plays. My favorite cheap running back, easily Jarek McKinnon at 48 and 6,000, Bob. I mean, the way that he looked against Pittsburgh last week, the fact that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is in 100%, Daryl Williams has not practiced, and Derek Gore is not that good. I mean, I just love, love, love Jarek McKinnon at this price of 48 and 6,000. After that, I'm not interested in Vaughn, Wilson, Gore, Daryl Williams, any of those guys. So for me, my biggest plays are going to be Jarek McKinnon, um, Derek Henry, Joe Mixon, Devin Singletary. Yeah, I don't mind Derrick Henry at all. Like, like I said, I I like kind of using Tannehill as a cheapie, but you can use Tannehill and Henry together if you really want to. That's totally fine. Um, so if you want to use Henry, go for it. Just have your conviction behind it. Other than that, like I love Devin Singletary. I've been rolling him time and time again. I'll continue to roll him out there. Keep an eye on the, the Tampa Bay situation. Like if playoff Lenny is in, I, I'm intrigued. because I don't think they're going to play him if he's not ready to roll. So I'm, I'm intrigued with him, but... My next guy after Singletary, I'd love Cam Akers this week. Um, I liked him last week. Literally the first two drives, he got the carry from the five, didn't get in. Then the second drive, they gave Stafford three carries from the one instead of giving Akers one chance. So like it could have been a big Akers week. I'll go back to Akers for the fact if we do believe, which we both do, that Tampa Bay kind of does their thing here, Akers is the receiving back. Dump off City. We've seen it time and time again with Stafford. He did catch one ball. It was for 40, it was yards. For 40 yards, but it – you know who threw that was also Odell Beckham Jr. That was a weird yeah. trick play. So but they also didn't need to do a lot of dumping off last week. Very true. Very true. And in weeks past, when he was healthy, he was a great receiving back. So I'm going Cam Akers at 55 and 57. I like him quite a bit for that mold. And then AJ Dillon, I don't mind. I always like him for value because he's it's like a 60-40 split kind of deal. So he should get his work. But I love the Jarek McKinnon call, especially if CEH comes back because hopefully it keeps people off McKinnon. But with, if that game's going back and forth, A, how healthy is CEH? And B, McKinnon will be the receiving back. So I'm, I'm a fan of that. 
as well. So I like McKinnon quite a bit to pair up with, you know, your acres, your Singletary's, your your Henry's and whatnot. But for the most part, I'll be able to save some cash at running back to help me pay up at quarterback or at receiver and tight end this week, which there's plenty of options. So who are you liking at the wide receiver position? I mean, there's a lot to like, especially at the front. Uh, you know, you have some of the best wide receivers in the NFL in, in this late. Cup, Adams, Debo, Jamar, Mike Evans, Tyreek, Diggs, A.J. Brown, uh, so many good wideouts. So it's kind of tough to even break up this top end, but I'll try to do it real quick here. Uh, I'm into Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel because those are both teams that I think lose this week. So I think they are going to be playing catch-up, and I think that you see some garbage time from both of those guys potentially. So those are my favorite. I'll take Cup over Devontae if I'm going to pay all the way up for one. Uh, I'll take Debo probably over like Mike Evans or even Jamar Chase, just because they use him so much. You know, even if the Niners do win this game and win this game going away, he had 10 carries last week, dude. He's going to touch the football. They're getting it into his hands any way they possibly can. So Debo has just been incredible. I think my favorite buy of the week, the whole week though, here, Bob, is Stefan Diggs at 65 and 78. He's a little, you know, Tyreek at 66 and 82 is um, worth it as well. You know, there's a little bit of worry about Tyreek going to the Pittsburgh game, but he played perfectly fine. Did not look like he lost a step at all. Got open in that second quarter and was dangerous. Uh, same thing for Diggs. We expect this to be a big shootout type of a game. The over is the highest of the week. So I'm in on buying both of those guys. AJ Brown, I just think you want to run the ball with Derrick Henry. So he's not going to be my favorite buy, but it should make him a little bit lower own. Uh, Mike Evans needs to get open down the field a little bit to get the ball. And we have two injured offensive linemen for the Bucks. If they're both out, I'm definitely taking Evans off my board, right? So um, he's not going to be an option for me. He, um, what do you think of this top end before we move down to the lower guys, Bob? Uh, Cup's always in play. I don't mind Adams either, but I like Debo the best up top here just for the fact you mentioned he's going to get it in the receiving game and the running game. He's going to get his fair share of love. So I like Debo for sure at 76 and 86. If the Niners try to keep up, he'll be a big part of that uh, attempt to keep up in that game. I still like Mike Evans. We've seen it the last few weeks since Godwin's gone down. It's the Evans and Gronk show for the most part. That's right. what it is because they have like the out of necessity. So Evans isn't strictly a deep guy anymore. He's kind of getting a little bit of everything. So I, I he's see always Evans a red zone threat too. Bingo. Every time. So I think Evans is just fine. He'll come in basically unowned in this upper tier. And I still like AJ Brown a bit, but again, you've been more on the feed Derrick Henry train. I'm more on the Henry will get his, but I think Tennessee can pass in this game. And a guy of AJ Brown's talent level is far too cheap at 62 and 76. Like it's a, a big, big price discrepancy indeed. So I, I kind of like that. And he'll go unowned also because Stefan Diggs and Tyreek are right there. So um, I, I kind of like to go that way to be a little different in the situation. Uh Moving down here to the like the next group of prices, uh, look, he, T. Higgins ghosted me last week, man. I was all about T. Higgins, and he made me look like a fool. Obviously, you know, um, they got Jamar Chase in that uh, matchup that I thought they were going to get Higgins in, and that is what won them the game was passing the ball to Chase. So uh, Chase has just been too hot, so Higgins, I'm not paying for him. OBJ, though, at 53 and 65, bub. Once again, we expect the Rams to be down. I love this price. Are you in on OBJ? I like him a lot because, uh, as we saw last week, and I know we'll see it with this Bucks team. This is why I was, I'm kind of – you can always play cup, but they're going to 
double him like crazy. It's going to open things up for OBJ in a big way. And we've seen Stafford and OBJ's report kind of grow over the last few weeks. So I like Stafford or OBJ quite a bit at this price point. Um, I like Brandon. I too. same reasoning. Um, like you know, just the Niners should be down and, and uh, he's, he is really remember he started out the year so bad. His last like four or five weeks, he's been awesome. He's really shown what he has. And I think he's mm-hmm. nursing that hamstring injury for a big chunk of the season, yeah. too. Um, you know, Tyler Boyd, not really interested in Julio, I'm not really interested in the Gabe Davis of 46 is a decent price. Um, I'm not gonna do the Lazard MVS, none of that. Uh Pringle at 42 is okay. Uh Jefferson's a little nicked up, so he's not my favorite. Uh, same thing with Manny. He's a little too inconsistent. I like Cole Beasley's price of 4,500 guys. just a red zone threat. Love that. I also really like Jawan Jennings is a cheap guy at 34 and 5,000 for the Niners guy keeps being on the field and making a player to a game at least. And like we said, we expect the Niners to be down and playing catch up late. So Jennings could get some of those passes and they design things for him too. In the second quarter, you saw him catch a pass against uh, Dallas. He has looked pretty solid recently, so he's probably my favorite cheap buy out of uh, all these wide receivers, Bob. Yeah, the um, I love Ayuk. Uh, we talked about OBJ. I love Ayuk because because of the consistency he's had. And again, if we think that the Niners have to either play to keep up or just play from behind, Ayuk's going to get a fair share of his uh, attention in this game. So I like Brandon Ayuk for sure. Um, the Lazard MVS thing's interesting. I like going with Lazard this week because I just don't know how healthy MVS is. We saw Lazard get a lot of work there in week um, 18. You'd imagine MVS is a lot healthier now because he like, missed week, week 18, got the bye week. So it's tricky. One of those guys is going to go off, pick your poison. I like uh, Lazard for that one, but I love the value in By- Byron Pringle at 42 and 57. Played him everywhere last week. I played him a lot lately. Um, he plays out of the slot, getting a lot of work out of the slot. The way you beat the Bear, uh, the, the Bills' pass defense is in the slot. So uh, there's a good chance Byron Pringle gets a lot of love in this game, uh, especially if they're clamping down on Tyreek Hill, which they're going to try to do. I think Pringle at 42 and 57 could be quite exciting at that price point in this game. And then, you know, yeah, you can make little arguments for a lot of these guys, like, you know, Sanders, Beasley, like you mentioned. Don't mind them. Nicole Hardman's still cheap if you're going for the gusto. Hope he hits a big one. I prefer Pringle over Hardman, Yeah, but I too. get it. Um, but I, I like the Joan Jennings call. I've talked about him a few times recently. Is he's like their third down threat now? They're like you said, they're dialing up plays for him. Uh, I think it was week 18, he got two touchdown passes. He had a, a decent game against Dallas, super cheap, uh, rookie receiver. So I think he's definitely in play. So some nice value down below at wide receiver if you want to pair it up with some big dogs or pay up at tight end, which has some of the best of the best in all of football this week. Yeah, dude, there are so many good tight ends. You know, you start out with this top end of Kelsey, who was just insane last week at 65 and 82. Gronk at 58 and 71. Kittle, uh, who didn't have a good week, but you expect him to be way more involved in the passing game this week at uh, 53 and 64. Dawson Knox up here, uh, another high-end guy at 49 and 65. If you're picking one of those four, and the, I know you've done the double tight end week, and maybe this is another one for I you. Saw again. Win, I saw someone win a lot of money. They didn't win the Millie, but someone that is a different tournament won a lot of money with double tight end last week. Right. So it's absolutely <laughs> feasible. Who do you like the most between Kelsey, Gronk, Kittle, and Knox? Because I think those are the big buys uh, for this week. I think just the savings with Knox is huge, but the caveat I'll mention is unlike recent, like early in the year, Knox was getting it all the time. Now he's back to more of a red zone dude because all the receivers on the Bills are healthy. 
So yeah. that he was big for Josh Allen last week, though. Two t- two touchdowns. The first two. T- that's why, like, it's it's almost boom or bust. Where Kelsey's going to have to have a big role, regardless, for Kansas City to to, to make it work. So I think he'll get shut down. I think I still pay for Gronk though. Gronk's just going to eat. Kelsey's got the highest ceiling though. So to to pick one, yeah. I'll pick Kelsey. I'll pick Kelsey to pick one. And the worst part is I left Kittle out. And if we believe they're playing from behind, he's not a pass blocker anymore, Bogman. Which right. We talk about because he was a pass blocker last week. But if they're trying to keep up, he ain't a pass blocker no more. Big shift for this week, for sure. So he, for and him. he'll become like the lowest owned in those four, probably. Probably. And he could easily have the biggest game. It would not be a surprise. I think my favorite is Knox just because of the price and the fact that they have. Uh, continually got gotten him the ball in the red zone in recent weeks. He has just really come on. It's still still crazy to me. He scored no touchdowns in college, right? Yes. Um, because but he was on an Ole Miss team that had DK Metcalf, AJ hey. Brown, Demarcus yep. Lodge, who are all fantastic wide receivers. Obviously, you know two of those guys, huge guys, names in the NFL now, and Knox much bigger than Demarcus Lodge now, but. Uh, uh, he's just been incredible at 49. The the rest of the guys here, if you're going with a cheap option, um, there's not a lot that I like. Higby has been way more involved, right? So maybe he's on that list of 4,500. I don't give him too much consideration um, because he just hasn't had a great year. Stafford really, in his career, has not been great at getting the ball to the tight end. He was last week, uh, so um, you know Higby got a little bit of love. Uh, again, again, ago. people are going to see last week's game and kind of be down on the passing game when they didn't need to pass the ball. Right. So, like, you're going to get too many the, mistakes from Kyler. They didn't have to do much at yeah, all. Like, I don't right. want to roster Stafford, but like OBJ, Higby, some of these guys are going to get oh. super low owned. Like, yeah, you're going to get these guys really low owned. And we've seen with Tampa Bay, like, they only gave up 15 points last week, but it was in garbage time. So, they're going to give up points. It's just a matter of when. Not saying they're like, go full on Rams. But I think like if you're, you're looking like everyone's going to Buffalo, Kansas city or something, the Rams could be one of those cheap pieces to like put some pieces in the game to, to make it happen. Right. Uh, your boy Uzama, you called the touchdown and he scored it. He's for a you great last cheapie week. again this week. A great one. And you know, I'll just say it once again, I feel like I'm a broken record and I say his name every single week, but Cameron Brait still getting plays designed for him in the red zone. He didn't score last week, but he caught one down to like, I think the four or the three, it was in the red zone. Uh, right down near the goal line as well. And you could just see him walk in to any game and score a touchdown. It would not be surprising. So a break has to be on that short list as well. So uh, lots thought, of good tight ends this week. I thought you were broadcasting the game for Fox uh, on Sunday because like in the pregame, it was like uh, someone even mentioned almost word for word what you just said. And you've said it many times. Just, Don't forget about Cameron Braid, who's had a great red zone presence over the recent weeks. I was just yeah. like, Augments right in this thing. Um, <laughs> a little behind the curtains. For people, if you aren't a LineStar member, and this is what I love about this tool, is like I you go on the dashboard here, and I got it loaded for just the the projections, but it gives you like the values and everything. I have it under sorted by value. At the tight end position, Gronk is projected to be the best value, and yeah. he's projected to have seventeen point one three DK points, Ooh. where Kelsey's projected for sixteen point six one. These are wow. just projections, just projections, but these are the kind of things if you want to go behind the curtain and look for. I love doing it just for value in general because you'll see different um, things that kind of stand out to you and you can see the projections. Like Uzuma's projected to get seven points. Dawson Knox projected about 10. So you just kind of can mix and match. But do it for all of the positions. I just want to give you guys a little teaser there. There's lots of cool stuff you can check out by looking at the app. And I, I look at it weekly when I, my, when I do stuff. So 
and, and that's on the website. You don't have to even in the palm of your hands on the, the computer in front of you. So lots of uh, good stuff there. But let's go to the defense where, you know, in these weeks, it's kind of like just pick your poison for what it's worth. Yeah. I know you've had some good strategies with it. I think you can kind of keep one of your similar strategies this week. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of the harder weeks in in my opinion. I want I want the Packers defense if I can afford it, you know. And the price difference between um, the Packers and the Niners is about seven hundred bucks, which is the savings you would exactly get by rostering Gronk over Kelsey. By the way, yep. so uh, very very interesting. Uh, but I mean, you know, because you think in terms of who's going to score the least amount of points, I think. Um, you'd have to say number one is the Niners. After that, number two, probably the Titans. So uh, Bengals defense uh, has to be in play as well uh, at uh, in there at 2,700, 3,400, which isn't a bad price either. Um, these are dart throws. You know, the Bills and Chiefs uh, have the highest over. So uh, if I had to pick one defense, I'd probably take the Bills. Uh, just to say, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes gets those turnovers in there, something along those lines. But Packers are number one because uh, Niners aren't a high flying team anyway. And um, Jimmy G with the injury and the turnover worthy plays and all that stuff. You hope the Packers uh, take one back to the house They're the most expensive, but it's for that reason, too. So um, also you could take advantage of maybe the Bucks against the Rams and hope that Matt Stafford turns into a pumpkin and uh, has to throw the ball 40 times again. It makes a couple of big time boneheaded mistakes like he has been over the past month. So um, you can pick through here um, and find a good reason for all of them. But they're all bunched up very, very close this week. Yeah, Packers is obviously a great one. But if I have to narrow it down, I want the Bucks because I do think Stafford turns into a pumpkin. So I think that is possible. It could prove me wrong, though, because they do have explosion in that team. But I'll take the Bucks. We've seen the way they can turn the ball over and everything. But if you're saving, I love the Bengals. I love them as much as I've talked. We talked about Henry. We talked about this and that. Um, Tannehill will make mistakes from time to time. Tannehill will also um, get sacked. Right. And that's a beautiful thing. So. That's think, a good pass rush on this team, too. That's what exactly. took down Carr. I yep. mean, you saw him kind of curl up a couple times. Hendrickson uh, stomped him. Hubbard was in there a couple times. I mean, at this pass rush, they did the right thing by going out and getting Trey Hendrickson. Very smart move by the Bengals. So I think the Bengals are very, very, very live at that point. Uh, before we head on out of here, um, let's talk strategy. Um, I'll just say this much. If you don't stack Kansas City Buffalo, you're probably on a different wavelength, so you have an advantage there in tournaments. The one thing I will say to, that I would recommend doing is you can obviously full fade it if you want, and that might be the way to go in massive tournaments. But if you're in smaller tournaments, I would say stack another game, but have like two pieces of – Buffalo Kings, like I have Kelsey and one of the receivers from Buffalo, or I have Kelsey and Singletary, or have um, Knox and Pringle, even if you want to go two cheap guys, have some pieces of it. So if it goes off, you still get some, but try to be different elsewhere. Because with these eight really good football teams, there's so much quality talent out there right. that the floors are a lot more similar than they are in big weeks, if that makes sense. So I, I kind of put together a studs and scrubsy type of lineup already where I went got? with uh, Henry and cup burrows, my quarterback Singletary is my second back. Uh, then I have chase Beasley, Higby, Juwan Jennings and the Titans defense as well. So it works. Um, it works. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad one. There's lots of ways to go about it. And so that's, what's fun about it. Um, they didn't give me the go ahead, but 
Let's do it anyways, Bogman. Since we have, <laughs> since we have eight game, we have eight teams left. So this yeah. might be the last weekend to really do it, right? So let's give the fans what they want. And in order to get what you want, you got to follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar NFL, and they'll tweet out the touchdown calls of the week. So if you uh, retweet the touchdown calls of the week from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys, and you get paired up with one of us because you're a lucky person you have a chance to win some free swag. So this might be the last one. Maybe we'll do it again. I don't know. Don't want to miss out. So Bogman, on this divisional round, who is your touchdown call of the week? Hey, look, uh, you know, uh, I want it to happen, and I'm hoping I'm going to put it in motion here. Let's go with the king, Derrick Henry, to score a touchdown against Cincinnati. Let's go Titans. Tighten up, baby. I'm a big Titans fan this week. I was hoping you would, even though you picked the Bengals. Um, I was was hoping they they can lose by three. You're good. I was hoping you would pick Henry because someone had to, and I would have done it if you didn't. So that's a good one. Get get the wheels in motion. I'm with you there. I'm going to go to – you started the weekend with the first game. I'm going to finish the weekend with the late game. I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Okay. Give me Travis Kelsey finding the house in this one. I almost got really creative and went with a longer shot in that game, but we're going to keep it with Travis Kelsey, try to get these guys some free swag. You took Derek Henry. Henry, I took Travis Kelsey. Let's see who uh, Mr. Humphreys comes up with. Let's get some free swag to the people before we get to the Super Bowl and the offseason. But uh, any closing thoughts, Blockman? No, it's going to be a fun weekend, man. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to get uh, some legacy cemented here. This is just, this is what the playoffs are all about. They're fun, close matchups. Uh, curious to see if, you, um, you know, if you had to pick one upset, what would be the most surprising upset? Niners over the Packers? It'd be Niners for sure. That'd be the one. But uh, second would be the Rams. Yeah, yeah, the Rams too. Just someone knocking off Brady at all. Uh, but uh, I think we'll get at least one out of one of these games, some type of upset. So uh should be interesting. The one I picked was the one I don't want to happen in Cincinnati, but I, they just they can't be ignored. They've been playing no, they too cannot. well. So. Joey Burrow, baby. Swag. Swagalicious. So, um, everybody, make sure you check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Entrick. We'll be back with – if you guys are watching the Linestar YouTube channel, you can see Bogman doing the old New York Yankee fan thumbs down thing. <laughs> um, but uh, make sure you, you check us out on Twitter. We'll be back with you guys to recap the weekend as usual. But enjoy the fun-filled time. Good luck, everybody, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Beastmap Podcast, presented by Linestar App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football game.